season two of the JKR podcast powered by Black Cobra Sports. My name is Jay Shriglin and I'm the host. Let's dig into today's episode after a word from our sponsor. Live at the 2022-17 WWBA here at the East Cobb Complex in Atlanta, Georgia. We got RJ Hamilton on the show, Vanderbilt commit from Hoover, Alabama. RJ, how are you doing today? Good. Glad to get you on the podcast. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Of course. So how are you doing today? Doing good. Just awesome. got the game out of the way. So How'd you play today? Did good. I uh, went two for two. Um, team one, so I'm all happy. Perfect, perfect. So one question I like to ask everybody as soon as I get on the podcast is, for those who don't know you, how would you introduce yourself? Who exactly is RJ Hamilton? Uh, RJ Hamilton, class 2023. Um, I'm a uh, play baseball, uh, fun, energetic guy, uh, easy, easy going, uh, easy to talk to. Okay, so let's dig into that recruiting process. I was going to Vandy, one of the top baseball schools in the nation. So when did that recruiting process start for you? It started because uh, COVID hit my freshman year, um, and then it kind of started like that summer circuit. Um, yeah, right after my, my freshman high school season. Okay, so who were some of those initial teams that started reaching out to you? Uh, we had Mississippi State, um, UAB was my first offer, um, Vandy, and then Alabama, Auburn. Okay, so when you started getting reached out to by some of those teams, what was going through your mind? Because obviously some of those first schools, I mean, Mississippi State won it a couple years ago. I mean, Vandy, Tennessee, those schools you mentioned, top schools in the nation. So what's going through your mind when you're starting to get these phone calls or the way that these people are reaching out? I mean, I was a two-sport guy at the time, so I was like, man, this baseball can really take me far. I'm like, I'm really excelling at it. So I'm just like kind of put me in that mind, like, like baseball is like what I want to do for yeah. that, you know, like choose them pursue for the rest of my life. Yeah. So you say two sport, so football as well? Right. It was? Right. Okay, so during that time when you were starting this baseball recruitment, was there football recruiting going on as well? Because obviously baseball recruiting starts so a little early. bit later. Yeah. I mean, it starts earlier than football. Yeah. So was there football recruiting going on It kind of started like after my sophomore year. I started getting a little bit buzzed, but not like none early on. Okay. It's mostly just baseball. Okay. So you said you, what was it, UAB? Yeah. That was your first, first offer? Yes, okay, so after that first offer came in, how long was it until you started getting offers for some other schools? Probably like a week after that. Okay. Yeah. And who were some of those other schools? Uh, had UNA, um, and then Mississippi State came in. Yeah, probably in Okay. So when you're having those initial conversations with teams, obviously talking to the head coach, assistant coaches, what were those conversations like? What questions were they asking you? And just overall, what was that vibe of the, those initial phone calls? Right, so the phone calls, because it was during COVID, so we couldn't get out and reach out yeah. to each other and see each other in person. So it was really through, like, to my visits through Zoom. And so it was just like, got on a call with uh, Coach Baxter, and he really just made me and my family feel like like home and family. Um, like, he, he didn't even touch base on the uh, first time I talked to him, he didn't touch base on baseball. He, like, asked me, like, how I was as a person, all this and stuff. And it's just yeah. kind of like, like, real personal. Yeah. So besides that, what was it that stood out at Vandy that made you, in the, in the, or in the end, choose them? Really just like what I said, because family, uh, they, they made me feel like I was like home and like, well, first time I stepped on campus uh, this January, it was like, and it just like, it all came to like fruition. It was like, I don't know, it's like where I want to be. Yeah. So have you been, you've been to Nashville before, yeah, right? So how many visits have you taken there in Nashville? I've taken one, and it was this January. Okay. So what was that visit like? What were you seeing? What were they showing you? And just what was the vibe of Nashville, and what did you like? 
Bob and Nashville first got in, it was, it was amazing. Uh, the, the bright lights, the structures, big structures. And then the day of the visit, I uh, came in, um, introduced myself. We went to, this, uh, they have a classroom called the classroom. And then uh, walked in, they had a, a role for, for my uh, family and me. And then my name was on the board, and everybody, all the players, they introduced me, like just real personal, make me feel home, family, all that. And uh, from that, uh, they had a meeting. Then uh, we went to the field, got to watch them practice, and uh, after that, we wanted to go eat some, wanted to go eat with uh, Coach Coleman, Coach Baxter. Okay. So you said Nashville, big structure. So how does that compare to Hoover? I've never been to Alabama, that area. So how big is Hoover? How big a city is that? I want to say the same because Hoover's a little downscale, but Hoover is, is somewhat like a city life, so um, it's kind of comparable. Okay, so obviously being the class of 2023, have you built any relationships with other guys in your class heading to Vandy? Yeah, I have. Uh, Max Clark, um, I got to talk to Thomas White a couple weeks ago, um, who else? Uh, Duke Exum, uh, Camden Cozio. Okay, so what's it? So obviously you've gotten a chance to play up against some of those guys right here in yeah. travel ball. Oh, yeah. So what's it Last like? Week. What's it like when you're facing guys who are going to be your future teammates? And, uh, it's, it just ramps up the, the intensity. Uh, we went to PDP last week and uh, faced uh, Duke Exum, and uh, he just he let me hear it because he struck me out twice, and I I never I never heard the end of it. Yeah. Uh, it's, so, it's always good competition. Yeah. So how long was it ago? Did you commit to Vanderbilt? It was uh, so that that summer going into my uh, sophomore year. Okay. So since then, how is your relationship with Coach Baxter? Who was the other coach? You coach to? Corbin. Corbin. Mm -hmm. Okay. So who? How? How has that relationship evolved since you've committed to Vanderbilt? It's really just grown because uh, I mean I get to see him the SEC tournament right in my backyard, so I get to see those guys practice and uh, perform all day. So uh, I get to talk to them uh, after the game, before the game. So okay. just just grown the relationship. Right. Yep. So you mentioned PDP. That's in Cary, North Carolina. Right. So how far a drive is that for you from Hoover? It's like a, a nine-hour drive, uh, but kind of used to it because I have family up in Oxford, North Carolina. So. Okay. So let's dig into what the PDP was. So when exactly did you get, like, when when exactly did you find out you're going to be playing in the PDP? I found out when I was at uh, I was at Breakthrough, uh, the MLB Breakthrough Series. Um, I was playing, and then after the game, uh, my mom and dad tried to surprise me that I got the invite because they didn't tell me I had the invite. I had to go through my email. I found out through my email. And I found out I went, and then it was it was just an amazing experience. And it's just like because it's something I've been doing on my bucket list forever. Yeah. So the PDP, that's how long? How long is that? Three, four days, or is that a week? No, it's like it's eight days. Eight days. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So when you get there and you play, you're playing those games against other top prospects in the nation. Like, just what was that whole experience like? It was just good. It's just like it was going to show you how um, they do it in uh, spring training. And just that's kind of how they kind of set it up. But it was good. It was just like you had to uh, bring your A game every day because if you weren't, you going to get embarrassed. Yeah. So you said your future teammates tricked you out twice. But yeah. besides that, yeah. how did you play? How did you compete against some of those I guys? did decent. Um, I just went out there, just did me, and try to go outside of what I am and who I am. Just, just play my game, and it was, it was fun to watch. Okay. All right. So who were, so what team were you playing on when you were at the PDP? I was playing on the Gray Squad. Okay, so go Gray Squad. So so who were some of those guys you were playing with at, at the PDP? Uh, I was playing with um, Antonio Anderson. Okay. Uh, played with uh, Justin Best. Played with Cam Cozil, Thomas White. Um, Okay. So you mentioned the MLB Breakthrough Series. Yep, yep. So I've actually never heard of that. So what exactly is that? It was uh, just a uh, MLB. They created a, a program for minorities, the top minorities in the country that okay. come uh, to this Breakthrough Series down in Florida. And it was just got to learn from uh, Luke Collier, 
um, uh, Jerry Manuel, just all type of those guys that uh, kind of grew up around the game and played the game at a high level, just giving back to their uh, the youth. Oh yeah. Okay. Awesome. So let's move more directly to your travel ball experience. Obviously, now you're playing for the East Coast Sox. Have you played for the East Coast Sox your entire career? Uh, I was, I'm really a founder of the East Coast Sox. <laughs> I've been playing since my eighth grade year. Okay. So overall, what has that travel ball experience been like for you? It's been amazing. Just growing up, uh, just like watching guys like Reese Hines. Uh, uh, TJ McCants played for the East Coast Sox. Like, I, I wanted to put myself in those shoes, and now, now I'm here. So it's just really good to see myself uh, in their shoes now. Okay. So you mentioned Reese Hines. At a, who was the other guy you mentioned? Uh, TJ McCants at Ole Miss. Okay. Okay. So growing up, being younger than those guys, we're seeing those guys excel playing for that same program. What was that like? And just overall, with you being an insider of that program, what has led to their success of getting those type of caliber players? Just them uh, putting their hand down and keep grinding every day. Every single week, and um, just them uh, following because uh, East Coast Sox is a Christian uh, based organization, yep. so just them staying within Christ and just playing through Him, it's really uh, excelled them through their career. Okay, like. so I also I also mentioned something to AJ, I think it was before you showed up about the Ray Scout team, right? So, this is your guys' first year being technically the Ray Scout right. team. Yeah. So, with you being there for a long period of time, what difference have you seen this year technically being the Ray Scout team? Like, is there a big difference at all, or is it's it a little difference? I mean, just I mean. You getting to wear that that race on your chest, it, it's, it means some a little bit more because uh, you wearing that MLB jersey and it, I mean, it feels great and it's a bigger target on your back. Yep. So uh, when you're playing here at East Cobb, are you wearing an East Coast Sox jersey or are you wearing it's the Rays jersey? Rays. Okay. So all summer has it been that way, yes. or do you guys still play tournaments yeah. with the East Coast Sox? Rays jersey. Okay. Okay. You got a maybe in a white jersey. Okay. So this is your last, technically your last travel ball tournament, right? Yeah, it is. So yeah. you've been playing travel ball now for a while. When you look back at travel ball now, just playing these past couple of years, what are some of the best memories that come to your mind with just a couple of weeks, with just this last week left? Like, what's coming going through your mind, and just what are some things you're going to miss from travel ball? I think the biggest one is uh, Cooperstown. When I was 12 years old up in New York, and that was a really great experience. That was kind of like when I, I finally realized, like, man, I could take the sport far if I just keep working at it. Because uh, I got second in the road runner, unfortunately, um, in that event, but uh, team made it somewhat far. And, I did really good, so got kind of good attention from that. Yep. So now you're heading into your senior year of high school. When do, when exactly do you start high school down there in Alabama? It's like mm, about April. Okay. Okay. So what? So are you ready to be a senior? I am. I am. Okay. So what are some things you're waiting on now to prepare yourself to be that senior guy, to be that guy that everyone's going to be looking forward to, right. that guy in the lineup that everyone's scared of? Just continue to be that leader uh, on and off the field. Just make sure, like, the guys, like, we pulling each other's strength, uh, making each other get better. Uh, one man sharpens another. Um, it's kind of that and just uh, sharpening my game, really. Okay. So you go to Hoover High School, right? Yes, sir. So that is where Walter Ford played at, right? Yeah. So what? Was, so Walter technically is in your same class, but mm -hmm. now he's going to be in the draft this year. So what was it like seeing him going through the process one year earlier before you? What was that like, and what are some what are some ways you're what are some educational ways you're taking away from that? What Walter has experienced so far. Uh, Walter's a dude now, and uh, it's kind of good to see him work every day in uh, at Hoover, and um, him making that business decision to to class up to uh, so he can get drafted early. So um, uh, props to him and. Uh, he capitalized off it well. Yeah. Just kind of get to see the business moves that kind of went up to it. 
was good. Yeah. So you mentioned those business moves of Walter Ford. Have you seen his vanilla missile line he's coming oh, out yeah, with? Oh yeah, that's. Have you, have we you, started that actually. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. How, so let's run through it. How did how did you guys start that? So we was freshmen at the time, and uh, so we you know we got to earn our stripes with the because we was, both of us were playing on varsity uh, as a freshman, so uh, we had to earn our stripes and kind of you know, got to uh, got to work our way into it. And uh, um, I forgot what happened. He started, like, he threw a ball, and he was like, man, that's a missile. And then he started talking about Michael Jordan or something like that. And then one of the singers was like, man, you're vanilla. And then, like, somehow, <laughs> somehow two and two came together, and he, he well, kind I mean, of now, I mean, now, he's, now he's making money off. He's right, on OB so Network hey, with, like, hey. what, was it, what was it called on Emily that was, like, getting missled or get something missled, like yeah, that? So, hey, so thank what, that senior. Yeah, so. You got you to get commission. Come on, Walter. Right, like, yeah. You got to get hey, RJ some commission. Yeah, right, right. But let's, let's, move on to the, let's move on to the field for some stuff. Um, so if you were a scout watching your game, what would be your personal scouting report? What would be so that could be on the uh, sorry that could be in the batter's box in the dugout. What would be your personal scouting report on yourself? Man, that man's like, even kill. Like you see nothing gets to him. He's not rattled. He's used to playing in big environments. Um, just like he's a dog. He's gonna get out there no matter like who's on that mound, uh, who's on the plate. Like he's gonna make a play for you no matter where it is, if it's at the plate or it's on the field. Okay. So you're listed as an infielder and an outfielder mm. right now from Perfect Game. Mm. So when you head to Vandy, what is the plan? Like, are you thinking about staying at one spot, or are you kind of be a utility? They said kind of that uh, triangle and that triangle, shortstop, second, and uh, center field. Okay. Okay. So let's move on to when you're in the batter's box, you're on the on-deck circle. Let's dig into your hitting approach a little bit. So you're, on the, you're in the on-deck circle watching the guy in front of you, and then you actually walk up to the batter's box. What's going through your mind? What are you thinking, and what are you trying to do with each at-bat? Uh, really, I'm not thinking about anything, really. I'm just thinking about trying to drive that ball through the second baseman, uh, trying to keep my direction uh, to the right side. If I keep it to the right side, I can miss early, and it's, it's, a, uh, it's a double. If I miss middle, it's a hit, and then if I miss right, it's a triple. Okay. So, overall, just playing high school ball down there in Alabama, you're obviously playing some big-time guys down there as well, playing travel ball, playing in the PVP. Who's probably been the, tough, the toughest pitcher or toughest couple pitchers that you've faced? Toughest couple, um, I'd have to go say uh, Mr. Alabama, Riley Quick. Shout out Riley Quick, that's my dog. Uh, played with him, but uh, he played at Hewitt and uh, he pitched pitch against us uh, against the first round. And, uh, he, he did his thing. Okay. Uh, I guess Duke Exigan, two strikeouts against him. Uh, good. Probably say those two. Okay, so let's dig into your at bat with Duke. Yeah. So when you're go when you're going up to the batter's box with him on the, there on the mound, what's going through your mind? How did, how exactly did he attack you? Uh, he knew I was gonna sit on his fastball because he knew I was gonna be on top of that, and uh, he started me off with a changeup, uh, which I I wasn't looking for, and then he he started off uh, threw me with high fastball. Then Chase, so it counts one one. That first at bat, and then uh, he threw me a sinker, two sinkers, and I struck out uh, swinging on the, the third one. Okay, that's how he got me out. And that, uh, the second one, I kind of got myself out. I was, I knew he was gonna come back with his uh, his sinker, so I jumped on that and uh, fouled two off, and then came back with a changeup that ran away from me. Okay, yeah. now that you're heading to Vanderbilt's campus here in about a year, mm -hmm. uh, next fall. So, what are some things that you're wanting to work on most? Maybe technically consider your biggest weaknesses right. that you want to fix before you head to Nashville. I want to work on hitting that off speed a little bit more because uh, they know everybody know I can hit the fastball. It's just taking that off speed and dropping it the other off of it. Okay. So being at Hoover, obviously Alabama doesn't have any MLB teams. So when you're watching Major League Baseball, who's that team that you're rooting for? Definitely the Braves. Braves. This is the closest. Really. Okay. So is there anyone on that Braves team that you kind of like to model your game after, or is there someone else in the league that you watch? Um, I like the model game at the. 
Tim Anderson, Luke okay. Betts, um, an old guy like Ozzy Alvin, mean, not Ozzy Alvin, Ozzy Smith. Okay. Yeah, a little flare to his yeah. game, the backflip. Yep. Sure. <laughs> Um, so let's let's move into the advisor selection process a little bit. Like I said, I'm trying to be well an agent slash advisor once I graduate from college. So I, I like to ask players about that. So when exactly did advisors start reaching out to? You? Um, probably like after my sophomore year, high okay. school. So okay. kind of after that. And so when they were reaching out to you, was that in person? Was that over the phone? It's a little How? bit of both. Okay. Um, they first uh, think they saw me at uh, Jupiter. Uh, kind of when I start really start investing into the, the advisor. Okay, so when you were having those initial conversations with those advisors, what were they, like, did they introduce them, like, hey, my name's so-and-so, this and that, or was it kind of more like, hey, was it more like question-based? Uh, some kind of did that approach. They, they kind of varied. Um, some talked to my family more than me. Um, it's really kind of how, it depended on the, the, the Okay, agency. so as you went through that process, how did those relationships evolve with each advisor? And overall, when you decided to go with Whatever guy you did choose, what was the reason for Um, it's really kind of like um, who I knew because uh, who I'm looking into is uh, Tim Anderson's agency uh, okay. with Patrick Mahomes. They kind of conjoined with uh, Rental Sports, so looking into that uh, just because I've met Tim before, so kind of basing off of that. Okay, awesome. So I just got a couple more questions for you before we end off the podcast. We've talked about baseball now for a little bit. Let's move on from the baseball field. So when you're not playing ball, or even when you're not playing football, what are some of the passions you'd like to have beyond the field? Um, I like to review game film, kind of like on my swings and stuff. Well, outside of baseball, I like to play with my two brothers over here who's over here getting after it at this, this little t-ball game. So Yeah. So I like how, video games as yeah. well. So how old are your little brothers? Uh, I got one that's 10, his name is Mason, and I got one that's 5. Okay, so are they going to be ball players too? Yeah, they're going to be some dogs. Okay, sure. and they both gonna planning on going to Hoover High School then? Uh, yes, sir. Okay, cool. So, um, obviously Hoover, you said, is a, is a bigger city as well in Alabama, mm-hmm. but it's not as flashy as Nashville. So what are some of your favorite things to do when you're in, uh, in Hoover? It's really not much to do. you got to get creative in what you what you want to do on your free time. Um, I like to go on a picnic because um, it, it has good views uh, for the most part and I like going on a picnic just relax, kind of calm myself. Really. Yeah. Okay. So I got one last question for you. So we kind of dig it, we dug into it a little bit talking about Walter and his NIL slash endorsements depending on if he goes college or pro. But for you, next fall when you head to Vanderbilt, have you looked into NIL at all? Like have you had like a dream brand that you'd love to work with? I know my folks always tell me like, I mean, you need to think outside the box with this one. So. Granola bars, hit me up. I'm granola always, bars? I'm always munching on the granola okay. bars. Have you bar. thought about anything else like in terms of like brand development, like having a logo or anything like 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 Vanilla Missile, like yeah. his, his little logo? I haven't got has. that creative with that one yet, but I'm, I'm working on something okay. in the making. Okay, sure. so do you have like a nickname like the Vanilla Missile or you got something? My name's RGZ. RGZ, yeah, okay. RGZ. That's good. That's something cool to play with. Yeah, but man, that's all the questions I got for you. Really appreciate, appreciate you coming it. on the show. Um, just good luck the rest the rest of this week when, next spring when you're playing your senior year and at Vandy however your career goes just good luck and I really appreciate you coming on the show appreciate it.